Welcome to the Talking People and Tech Podcast. I'm Jared Cameron. We're live from the ATC conference here in Sydney today. I'm joined by uh, David Gazzarotto, as per usual. Dave, how are we doing? Good, mate. It's great to be here. We're in uh, a breaks in the conference session now, so nice buzz around the room. So, there is. Uh, There's a bit yeah. of hustle and bustle. And, and we're joined today by Liz Waldock from Sportsbet. How are you, Liz? I'm great. Yeah, I've had uh, enjoyed the last couple of days here at the conference. So um, I'm from Sportsbet. Head up the talent team there. Great. What do you do in the talent team at Sportsbet? Yeah, so um, my role, it's a, it's a great role. I love it. It, um, it looks at talent end-to-end, so right the whole life cycle from acquisition, talent development, talent engagement and retention. Excellent. I mean, that's a bit of a unique position, I guess. We don't see that too often. We tend to see people that are looking after attraction or, mm. or the other side of the coin, I guess, on yeah. internal talent growth. And But you get the whole, you get both sides of the coin. I do. It's great. Mm. And uh, it really helps with, I, I guess, understanding what we need to bring into the organisation, therefore how we, how we target those people externally, but also understanding what's going to build the capability internally. We have the control of, of, of planning and building ahead, successing people throughout the organisation. Interesting. So you've got obviously got a brand that people know, but probably know you for one pretty straightforward yep. thing, right? Sports and betting. Yeah, yep. sports bet. That makes sense. Um, but pr- could you just give us a bit about what the business is about? Like, yeah, sure. perhaps give us the elevator pitch so we're not making um, presumptions that we shouldn't necessarily. Yeah. So Sportsbet is um, obviously a well-known brand. It's been around for for quite a few years. Um, Back in 2011, we were acquired by a European betting company called Paddy Power, Mm -hmm. which then merged last year with Betfair. So a Paddy Power Betfair. Um, Globally, obviously a very large organisation and locally we're the biggest online betting agency in in, um, Australia. And it is interesting because betting is actually quite an old um, mm. profession mm. or bookmaking. However, we're a pure play online organisation, so the talent that we have is all around digital. So, right. um, the you know, not dissimilar to a lot of organisations that are here today and talking about their challenges, we face those same challenges around the digital technology um, analytics type talent that we bring in. Yeah, you probably need a few mathematicians in your organisation. Uh, yeah, be we, fair we to have say? some very very smart people. Yeah. <laughs> And I know you're uh, speaking this afternoon. Now, I don't want to steal your thunder, so you don't have yeah. to tell us all the punchlines, but yeah. what, what's the topic you're talking about today? Yeah, so I'm talking about changing the game in attracting specialist talent and really to that point that we, um, you know, I guess we got to a point with a whole range of um, reasons and forces that are driving us to think a bit differently about talent, what's happening in the demand for different workforce, what's happening with what people are wanting out of work. Um, and our specialist capability is really the key for our dri- us driving our strategy forward. So what I'm going to be talking about is kind of how we've um, changed our strategy to focus on uh, specialist talent and some of the things we're doing around talent development in that space, therefore to attract talent into the, back into the business. Yeah, I read online that you're talking about uh, most valuable players, MVPs. Yeah. MVPs, yeah. yeah. And, you know, kind of a bit of a pun with the, the yeah. sporting um, good, good terminology. Good terminology, good language to, to correlate to what you do. Yeah, so we, um, we it's, it's part of our recognition, how rec- we recognise people in the business. And I think a lot of organisations fo- have focused on talent and talent pot- potential from a leadership point of view. And we, we do that and we have done that in the past, but... What we recognise that there's a massive gap with how we were um, understanding, accelerating and developing our specialist workforce. And so we've, we've created a program 
specifically around building that capability in specialists, recognising them through um, our recognition programs and creating actual pipelines of specialist capability. I mean, it actually extends out into a whole range of areas, how we reward and recognise this talent, how we actually set up our organisational design to facilitate movement and career pathing for this talent. So it's a, it's a very different way of looking at it. We, we are in our infancy, so we're kind of testing and trialling. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're seeing some good, good progress so far. Yeah, right. Are you seeing, um, I mean, you talked about movement in the organisation. This is something I'm quite interested in because a lot of the organisations that we work with, sometimes they struggle with um, trying to find opportunities for people to grow and to develop mm-hmm. and to try new things. You know, mm-hmm. How are you addressing that at Sportsbet? How are you creating that flex for people? Yeah. Especially with specialists. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's the challenge. You know, quite a lot of specialists don't want to become managers or general managers. Yeah. And, and that it doesn't often, often work either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, I guess, mm-hmm. one of the things. In the absence of anything else... Most specialists will go down this leadership path because that's what organisations offer for yeah. them. And organisations are just set up to... It's perceived more value if you're in a leadership role. You have more people that you lead, you get paid yeah. more money, you're higher up the hierarchy. Um, however, that doesn't have to be the case. We have individual contributors that are specialists in their fields that are reporting to the most senior, senior roles in the yeah. organisation. And it does take a bit of... Um, trialling with org design around how that works but also too you need to understand what the motivators are of this this population it is around not just career progression but actually career development so the type of work that you're giving them to do is actually sometimes more important than where they sit in the organization and so a lot of our development is focused around um, uh, project base, just opening up a, a opportunity for these people to learn new skills and we've got we've have structured some very specific programs, development programs to um, to cater for these areas. Hmm, yeah. What about um, one of the things that strikes me about um, an organisation like Sportsbet would be potential challenges with diversity and inclusion. Mm. Now you've got two challenges there mm-hmm. that I can see, yep. and this is uneducated in terms of knowing your organisation. One is. The, the elephant in the room is the brand, right? Yeah. So sports betting tends to be the domain of blokes. Yeah. Sitting in pubs, sitting at home, betting on sport. Um, so naturally, does that attract that sort of person? The other side, the other um, issue you've got is this tech specialisation as well. So perhaps you've got a perfect storm that is quite potentially impactful yeah. for diversity and inclusion. Can you talk to, to yeah. talk to that? Well, you, you're, for the uneducated, it's a very, very good observation because okay. they're the exact challenges that we do have. Um, so we have our, our split between male and female is 25% female, 75% male. Mm. Um, we also have done some analysis to know that the people that we're attracting, that, that split is the same. So there's no barrier for, for um, moving into the organisation. It is that attraction and perception of what can off what, what that offers to people yeah so we have got to focus around how we um how we open that pipeline to, to females in mm. the organization and um how we help accelerate the development of our females through um through sports bet as well but it's actually you know it's a really difficult challenge yeah really um, hard challenge when you when we talk about diversity so obviously naturally you go to the um male, female, yeah, um, gender yeah. diversity. However, I think 
the other diversity, the other areas that we are really conscious around is that diversity of thought. Now, yeah. when yeah. we look at um, our specialists in the organisation, and this is very much generalising, but the way in which they operate sometimes is slightly different to how kind of, uh, you know, more general management or leaders um, operate. So... Bringing out that diversity of thought in these specialists is also a challenge that we have and where the programs that we have built are designed to try and get the most value and help those specialists bring out the most of what they can offer to the organisation through Mm. how they influence others, how they articulate their messages, the process that they go through to think and how they help everyone else come along that journey as well. Mm. Have you found um, at all with your specialists that... Like my, my my observation has been that if a specialist ends up in a in a leadership or probably a better mm. word is a management role mm. and they're not well suited to it, sometimes you know they're sort of having to fake it a bit to their make mm. it, and maybe they don't ever make it. Mm. Have you found that when you say to them, "Hey, it's okay to be a specialist mm. and to play a really important part in our organisation, but we don't expect you to have to be a people leader." Yeah. Do you find that they they welcome that with open arms? Oh, is that so? When we announced kind of our path and what we were doing, like the relief was kind yeah. of like you could hear it across the sigh of relief across the room. <laughs> exactly, and <sighs> um, I think so. What we we call our special our specialists are our thought leaders. So they're the yeah. ones that are actually driving. Yeah. change and thought into the business. Now, our people, we value them just as much as our people leaders yeah. and um, the innovation and the thought and the change that, that they bring is invaluable to, to yeah. us. Yeah. So we're about to get drowned a little. It's all right. Because uh, when they want people to go back to the, um, the uh, back to the sessions, they turn the music up in the hall it's all right. for us. We're Are fine. we okay at the moment? That's why we've got directional microphones. We're we fine. might just have a hard time hearing each other for a moment cool. or two here, but yes. the, the audience can hear us. Um, train of thought time, of course. I really like that language. The, 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 um, the language you use there, leaders are leaders. Some of them are people leaders. Some of them are thought leaders. That's a yeah. really yeah, nice delineation. Nice, yeah. yeah, and that's how we, when I talk to our recognition programs before, we have, so we have an overall MVP, which is our most valuable sports better. And we also have a, an award for our people leaders, an award for our thought leaders, and people get recognised for that contribution that they bring to the business. Yeah, that's awesome. What's the um, what's the customer wise? Do you have a gender split there? It's interesting. So when we started looking into the diversity challenge that we we felt we had. Um, the natural place most organisations go is to look at their customer segmentation because they want a, a, a clear representation of you know their customers in their workforce. Um, yeah. So when we looked at that, it didn't help us at all. So our, no. our customer segmentation is between 5 and 10% female. So yeah, interesting. We're, you know, we're, we're ahead of that. That didn't give us any kind of targets or aspiration to go for. No. Um, in fact, it almost defends... Having that does, a similar ratio yeah. in employers when you when you use it in that term. Yeah, those terms. so that, that's why we have gone to look. We, we need this diversity of thought. Doesn't matter gender. Doesn't yeah, matter yeah. race. Doesn't matter age. It, it's around around what people can bring through their their thought of uh, yeah. diversity of thought. Quite like um, that. You diversity want people, of thought. Yeah, mm. you want people to attack a problem, not to bring a frame of reference, right? That's right. And yeah. Just, yeah, and I think it's how. Um, you know, our one of the things that is core to our proposition to team members is uh, being developed. So, y- when you come to Sportsbet, you will be developed to your full potential. And what we have then kind of focused on: how do leaders get the best potential out of their their team members? So, 
that's really uncovering what their strengths are and how they bring them the, the best that they can to the organisation. Yeah, interesting. Oh, it's really, really, uh, really quite interesting to sort of hear that perspective. And it's certainly, um, I think that a lot of organisations struggle with the what, with actually what you're addressing mm. in your organisation. Mm. And I don't think many of them have possibly gone as far as you've gone with structurally setting it up in a way where it's possible for people to go down that specialist path and still be yeah. recognised and valued and have a really critical role in the organisation. So yeah, commend you for that. Yeah, certainly when we kind of started on this journey, I you know went out and looked around who's doing it and where can I learn from. And it, it wasn't happening a lot out there. I mean, a lot of people recognised the problem, but um, not everyone had a solution. So, you know, we're going, you know, we've started our journey. We're still wading through it, but we certainly have got some, some good... Um, I guess progress has been made in the last 12 to 18 months around this. Are you, are you getting any resistance at all from any of the managers in the no. organisation around this or they see it too? Not at all, yeah. yeah. And I think in actual fact some of our senior leaders were specialists themselves and have made that transition to people leadership but it wasn't the easiest transition that they had. And, you know, there's definitely some people that have made the transition and have gone, actually, it's not what I enjoy. I don't enjoy managing people. Yeah. I really love the specialist and the, the knowledge that I bring to the organisation rather than kind of, you know, managing and leading people. Has it found its way into your attraction model as well? Mm. So have you had to rethink when you're going out looking for people and yeah. the way you explain to them what their career pathing options are like? Has anything changed on that front? Yeah, so I think, you know, one of the things that, that um, we have done is understanding our specialist segments that we've got. We've been very targeted with each of our talent segments to understand what it is they value around an organisation. So really targeting if kind of career pathing or, you know, career progression or career development was is something high on their list, then we certainly have built that into um, our our comms as we go out to, to market our roles. But I think with um, you know with our core proposition around development and fun and ambition being um, within that, it means very different things to very different you know to everyone. So each talent segment, you know, having fun at work means something very different to a trader who's on the floor that loves watching you know the sport twenty you yeah, know yeah, eight yeah. hours a day while they're there to a technologist that can actually you know have the latest technology at their fingertips yeah. while they work every day so we need to, we had to be very very specific around yeah. that and understand that yeah it's that kind of nexus between having a um, footy cards um, yeah. or star wars figurines yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. kind of want some people perhaps who've got a bit of both yeah <laughs> fair enough interesting talent conundrum <laughs> it is a talent conundrum can i can i um now we we can hear oh, ourselves yeah, again I? isn't that fantastic um i'm going to divert us a little bit oh, here i've cool. got what's called a fuel box here um, Some and sort of random is, card. That yeah, I... it's not cards for humanity. It's actually uh, it's a really <laughs> cool product that um, good friends of mine um, have. It's it's ty- trying to get us all back analog, having conversations yeah. again. This one's the innovation box. I'm going to pull a card out of sure. here around networking and communication, which I think for a talent executive yeah. is a is a good topic. And just randomly um, ask you a question, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. Um, if you could select a mentor from your network. Uh, who would it be and why? Now, conscious that we're recording this, you don't necessarily need to name names, but I yeah. think that's the subject of mentors. Is, is that is interesting, one? isn't it? And, um, you know, I've had a number of networks uh, in my time mm. and I think, uh, sorry, a number of mentors, mentors and, yeah. and each mentor has brought something different to me and I actually think that can change throughout your career. Yeah. So you it's really hard things. to say, you know, one person... Um, uh, 
you know, I, th- there's one person that actually was uh, my leader at a point in time and I've seen how she's progressed her career and what she's done and, you know, she would always be someone that I would go to to ask a question and challenge. Yeah. Um, and another leader, um, actually more recently, in terms of just having a really broad business context that, mm. you know, as a HR professional, you often get boxed into this. Yeah, uh, You know, you look after the people, you do this. But actually our role is very commercial and um, mm. has a very strong uh, strategy component to it. And this person, I think, has a really um, – has balance that really well and brings a lot to the table so she's someone that I'd always go to to, mm. to tap into that as well yeah. Awesome, um, good conversation starter but I think that's probably all the time we've it got is. left, it can, is. I, can I ask you one killer question to yeah, finish go. with though go. is a career at sports bet a safe bet? <laughs> <laughs> Do I have to answer that? No you don't <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad tagline though It was a, it was no, a rhetorical think, question you'll... I think you'll find <laughs> Thanks for um, sharing your insights because it's uh, really interesting to see what you're doing around specialised talent. Um, it's a, it's a yeah. real opportunity for organisations, particularly in the digital world that we're in. So thanks Great. very much for your Good time. Good to talk to you. Thank you very much. Thanks, thanks. for joining us, Liz. Great.